Ladies, we all have those embarrassing period stories, but Thinks is fixing all of those period problems. I'm so happy to say I can finally get a full night's rest and no worry about any leakage on my sheets. 50% of the world population has their period. So how come we're still not super comfortable about talking about them? Thinks is a period-proof underwear that absorbs your flow up to four tampons worth. Here's how they work. Your period goes in, no leaks or stains or smells come out, and you stay fresh, dry, and comfortable throughout your entire cycle. It can back up or even replace tampons, pads, cups, or anything else you're using today. And they look and feel just like an everyday pair of underwear. Just super comfortable. They're washable and reusable, so you can feel good about switching to a more sustainable period, too. Thinks is on a mission to empower everybody with innovative solutions and social change. Every purchase gives back to their Give Rise program, where they're fighting for better access to puberty education, menstrual equity, and more. To learn more about Thinks Underwear that absorb your period, visit periodbetter.com and use our special code LADIES to get your $10 off your first pair. Again, to learn more about Thinks Underwear that absorbs your period, visit periodbetter.com and use our special code LADIES to get $10 off your first pair. From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Mohan. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Ladies Like Us. I am Nadia Mohan. And I'm Nazanin Mandy. And man, it has been quite the eye-opening week for the both of us. It sure has. Um, so for those of you that don't know, last week we had T.I. on our show. Uh, we asked him if he had had the sex talk with his daughter. And with this response to that, he stated, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. The internet exploded. I would like to say, you know, look, we're we're not here to condemn anybody, but we should have voiced our opinions instead of what our reaction was. Honestly, like we aren't entirely educated on the subject. And if we were, we would have been much more comfortable to interject and educate him. Right. I mean, listen, our response was laughter because we were so uncomfortable and caught off guard. Um, unfortunately, that response led people to believe that we were advocating this practice, which is not the case at all. No. Like, not even close. Nope. Um, I mean, we know that nervous laughter typically is a fear-based reaction to a stressful situation. We were reacting out of our stressful situation. It was not a comfortable place to be. I mean, what? it's like looking back what, you know, you and I have gone back and forth about how we could have handled this differently. Mm-hmm. But... The great part is today we brought on two experts to discuss and educate on this topic, which I'm so grateful to have them here. Right. And, um, you know, with that being said, you know, Nas and I were like, okay, how do we move forward from this? And we decided we must educate. And so this episode is our attempt to make sure that young women and parents are as well informed as they can be, including ourselves. So you know that set life, hurry up and wait. But luckily, I've been playing Best Fiends to pass the time. Best Fiends is a unique and exciting puzzle experience unlike any other puzzle games out there. I just love playing this game. It looks cool, it's fun, and most of all, it engages your brain. And guys, you can literally play this anywhere. It does not require the internet to play, so it's great for traveling. 
I like to play it on set a lot because, again, I wait around a lot. <laughs> also, Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events so it never, ever gets old. So if you want to engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters, then download Best Fiends today. It's a five-star rated mobile puzzle game with over 100 million downloads globally. Download free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. So as most of you know, fitness is my lifestyle, which means I am unfortunately eternally sore. But now I am using my brand new Theragun. It's an easy to use handheld device that helps relieve tension and increases blood flow. The amazing part is it can treat any part of your body. It relieves muscle tension, soreness, stiffness, and knots. It improves range of motion, activates muscles, improves muscle coordination. I'm just in love with it. It is my go-to every day. Go to www.theragun.com ladies to get your Theragun today. It comes with two free attachments with purchase. That's www.theragun.com ladies. Welcome back, guys. Today we are joined by women's health advocate, OBGYN, Dr. Perry Godsey, and sex therapist, author, and host of Sex with Emily, Emily Morse. Thank you guys so much for being here. The reason we have you both on today is to really have an open educational discussion, not only for our listeners, but also for Nas and I. We need it. <laughs> we definitely need it's it. It's important. Yes. We feel like if we were more educated on this subject, we would have felt more comfortable to interject right. and educate him as well. Right. And not just feel uncomfortable. Um, so we're very, very excited to have you guys. And we're excited to learn. We're excited to learn with everybody else. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, should we just dive in yeah. and say, yeah, let's do it. Let's start with we the first question. Right. Like yes. what exactly is a hymen and what is the purpose for it? Okay. So what a hymen is, is it's a mucous membrane ring at the opening of your vagina and it has a little hole. This is when you're born. Okay. Mm. It doesn't have a purpose. Okay. Mm. All wow. it is, is it's just a junction where when things were forming in the wound, mm-hmm. we can kind of see this um, area mm-hmm. and that's all it is. It doesn't have an actual functional purpose for adults at mm. all. The myth. The myth. <laughs> it's great. It's crazy. Okay. So then where did this even come from? So, you know, it's a cultural construct, right? right, right, You know, virginity itself is a social construct. It's a heteronormative way that we define what, you know, we want to say about women and what we want to talk about their sexuality. And I'm sure Emily has, you know, spoken on this as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's essentially like a societal, cultural, religious construct Mm -hmm. that you, that they have to find a way to like essentially police female sexuality mm-hmm. whether we're talking about you know religious time I mean or we're talking about whether it's religion or mm-hmm. it's society or cultures the way we police female sexuality was like well we can use this hymen thing and say that then we'll be able to indicate whether or not a woman's a virgin or not which is right. actually not true so right. let me tell you so many women do not bleed when they when they first have sex no you, you I was one of them yeah I didn't I didn't I didn't bleed I didn't either enjoy no. it, didn't bleed which no. I think is common than people bleed. I don't right yeah no. so most people actually stretch or tear this area the hymen mm-hmm. pre-pubital mm-hmm. even before they're in puberty when they're little kids kids wow. either an activity or sports mm-hmm. a horseback riding and I know that that you know has been mentioned before but in other things just normal activity so right. there's no there's no way to tell are you have you been sexually active or not sexually active based on this wow. man so where did this term 
is is like popping the cherry just because it's blood? Yes, that and that does from? happen for with some people that right. haven't stretched their hymenal ring, or some people just bleed a little bit with the first time that they have intercourse mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. other reasons. Right, right. Um, tears, friction, these kind of things. Right. But not everybody has that experience. Right. And so yeah, it's just a kind of like an urban legend that's yeah on about. And see, and I knew that you know because I knew okay, I've never had sex before, and obviously you know I was expecting when it happened. Oh, I'm gonna bleed everywhere and mm-hmm. that didn't happen so i knew that that wasn't associated but it's just you you move on you i never thought about a hymen ever again in my life i haven't right. even heard that word in no. years right. Right. like i know yeah so it's another one of those myths around female sexuality that needs to be debunked mm-hmm. like there's so much right. that we believe like we're gonna bleed it's gonna be painful mm-hmm. um, right it means that we're not moral or that we're right. not good people if we have if we have sex before we're married i mean there's so many laws around this police no i mean we were reading an article last night on rolling stone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i actually want to read it Mm -hmm. um one of the quotes and it says in the united states it does seem to happen fairly regularly behind closed doors according to a 2016 survey of 288 physician physicians 10 percent responded that they have been asked by a parent or a family member to perform the two-finger test on a patient. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And 34 percent said they had performed it themselves through many physicians interviewed by Marie Claire said they had lied to parents about the results for fear of endangering the patient. Man. And that's as a gynecologist, let me just say that's that's terrible, right? Yeah. Yes. So for the physicians that are being asked this and you know, are thinking about performing it, please do not. Please, you know, talk to mm-hmm. the parents or the people that are asking for this. That's really what should be happening yeah. is more education. Yeah. If I had somebody ask me to perform that type of test, what I would do is sit down and explain to them all the stuff that we've been talking about today. Right. That this isn't a marker of anything at all. Not do something and then falsely report to make people feel better. Right. That's not honest, right? At all. I was going to ask you that. Had you ever been, you've never been asked? So I've never been asked to perform any sort of test, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let me just say again, virginity, like we've said, is a social construct. It's not a medical term. Right. This isn't a medical test that we learn in medical school. Mm-hmm. This isn't something that you need to treat. It's not a medical thing, right? right? I haven't been asked to perform a test like that, but I have been asked by patients, can my partner tell? If I'm a virgin or not a virgin, right? Uh Some people are interested in that, especially younger people. Maybe they've had intercourse Mm -hmm. and because of this like false value that we've been placing on, Mm -hmm. on virginity, Mm -hmm. they feel like they need to tell people that they're a virgin. Mm -hmm. Then they want to know, well, can someone tell? And the answer is no, you can't tell. Of course not. Wow. I mean, and I think like what, going back to what you said, it is because it's, um, a, a, comes from culture and religion people are so afraid to go against that mm-hmm. so they just continuously pass on that information right. you know people are just afraid to go against what right. they've been raised to exactly. know and we have such the thing is the reason why this is becoming such a big thing and why people are reacting is because we do not educate kids today even adults your parents no one is educated around sexuality not just female sexuality mm-hmm. but all sexuality it's not taught in schools right. only mm-hmm. 13 states require sex ed to be medically accurate if they teach it all in the United States. I right. never knew that. And since yeah. nobody talks about it unless they choose to 
listen to a show, read a book and go out and find the information. The problem is we sit with all the information we got. Oh, there's going to be a hymen that's going to pop, you know, Mm -hmm. a cherry Mm -hmm. or, oh, all women have orgasms the second, you know, they have Mm -hmm. sex. Like is what what we see. So everything that we learn, we never think to update it. We're never challenged by it unless we seek out that information. So Mm -hmm. of course we believe it's true. And so people holding on to virginity is this like, and it is, I think it is a big deal to have intercourse with someone for the first time. It's not that. It's just the way, you know, we talk about it. And so when I hear all these things, it's like we'd be so much better off talking to kid, talking to our kids about, you know, just about their bodies and mm-hmm. what it's appropriate, about pleasure, about mm-hmm. consent. And yet we're just saying like, here's one talk about sex, the birds and the bees, and then like, you know, maybe that's all of you ever tell No, that's, that's not that's, really helpful. That's even if your parents, if your parents talk, talk to you about right, it. Yeah. Right. Like growing up, you know, I grew up in a Persian Mexican household. That talk was never had. No. Never. Yeah. I mean, and or there's like I was raised with shame attached to shame. Right. Well, and that's show. what I think is so important also about this hymen conversation is, you know, what are we saying about virginity and the value of it? Like you said, it is very important and monumentous moment in your life when you have sex. But why do we also surround it with shame for a woman? Right. Not shame for a man. Yeah, right. that was not gonna, shame for a man. Right. Shame for a woman. Yes. If you're not a virgin, if right. you're quote cherry has already been popped now all of a sudden mm-hmm. you are less valuable yeah and that is a setup for just patriarchy. you know yeah, patriarchy it, shame. It, yeah. it, it, it absolutely is it's yeah. about showing females worth like yeah. this mm-hmm. is what you're worth if you're a virgin it means more than than not because essentially like women were you know seen as slaves when when when, when marriage mm-hmm. became you know an institution. It was like right. we're moving from our parents' property to our to a man's property, and as long as you're coming along and you're worth and your dowry, you might as well be a virgin, like Man. because of religion. But it doesn't mean it's really actually today. It's it's just very right. outdated, and, and that's right. just not what we the were truth. Taught. It's so not the truth. Mm-mm, no, yeah. and we're at a different time right now. Yes. And so it is a very uncomfortable topic mm-hmm. for so many people, which is why it's uncomfortable, why we laugh. You know, yes. usually when something's uncomfortable, you've all heard of uncomfortable laughter. We mm-hmm. giggle, we laugh, and typically we do that to cover up because we're having like a deep emotion or we're having right, a response. Right. It's a fear-based response Absolutely. when you laughter can yes. be. It's like you're having this cortisol spike and it's a like fire me all day. Like, hey, you're going to laugh? <laughs> We've I'm, all laughed. Right. That's, that's me so all that's day. what happens when yeah. sex comes up. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And so it's shocking. Gonna, yeah. It's yeah. Shocking. When you're in shock and yeah. awe, yes. you would, could laugh. Yeah. Well, and the so other thing giggle. is, like, because there is Deflect. so much misinformation. If you're not a professional, right. how do you respond? Because you don't know the answers yourself, exactly. right? No. What are you supposed to speak about That's if what you her don't and I, yeah. know anything about it? Exactly. Right? No yeah. idea. Right. All this information that you are telling us, we had no idea. Yeah. No clue. I mean, there was this like certain knows. things we knew, yeah. but yeah, not... Yeah, but the, right. like, the myths and the yeah. little things and, yeah. growing up. And clearly not right. enough to be ready to be caught off guard and interject with no, these you, facts. You're not you know a I healthcare, mean? you're not no. a sex no. expert. It doesn't make sense We're not even journalists. Right. Yeah, right. Though, also being interviewed like your 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 podcast is not about like let's let's get cutting edge journalism where you're right, on the other right. side. And that's the same way with sex with Emily. When people come to my show, I'm like, don't we're all like I'm not here to bring you down. I'm not here right. to, to, to we're talking about sex. We're trying to make people feel good. So it's like it's probably was so confusing to be sitting there to have someone say something that you've never heard before, but right. maybe like if that's their belief, it probably felt weird, but it's not right. 
I don't know. It just makes I sense. I just think that it's not fair. It. It's not fair to expect you guys to have this vast information and be able to, you know, create some sort of ca- counter argument when someone right. says something that's offhand. Exactly. Especially a father. I mean, looking back, we of course we can change a million things, but that's not what happened. And and, and the bright side is we're having this conversation now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, so me too. Yeah. Yeah. We needed it. Do you look in the mirror and wish that that double chin would just vanish? Are those bags and puffiness getting a little bit worse each and every day? Well, just listen to Robin S. from Lubbock, Texas. She said, I put that jawline cream on my neck like two or three days ago. That is the best my neck has looked in over 20 years. Several people told me my face looks young. I am blown away. With GenuCell's natural actives and a pure antioxidant base with no parabens, no chemical scents, and no pharmaceutical preservatives, it's the clean luxury your skin deserves every day. Click or call right now and the GenuCell jawline treatment is yours absolutely free just for ordering the classic GenuCell plant stem cell therapy for bags and puffiness. Go to GenuCell.com. With Chamonix's 100% money-back guarantee, you only have the bags, wrinkles, and the double chin to lose. Call now while three-day shipping is still free. Go to GenuCell.com and select Ladies Like Us at checkout for instant savings. That's GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Support for Ladies Like Us comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your man's family jewels. It's the holiday season, so it's time to buy gifts for you and your man. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. The Lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything your man needs to keep him trimmed, cut free, and smelling really nice down there. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology, so the trimmer won't nick or snag your man's family jewels. It, uh, it's uh, also waterproof, which prevents that nasty mess that they leave on the bathroom floor and in the sink. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So, tis the season to manscape, so get your man dad, brother, or friends, the best gift of all, Manscaped's Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code LadiesLikeUs at Manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code LadiesLikeUs at Manscaped.com. Ladies, you know this is the perfect gift for you and your man. You do not want to miss this offer. Well, the good part about this, I mean, I know it sucks for you guys because people for whatever are weird about with you guys. I think the great thing is that that by staying this, we are now educating everyone to A, mm-hmm. maybe think, oh, I should, maybe I should talk to my kids about sex. Exactly. I've never done that mm-hmm. before. Exactly. And explain to them that, that actually, you know, what I would love to see parents is talking to their kids about pleasure, consent, mm-hmm. masturbation. Mm-hmm. Like at a young age, mm-hmm. whenever kids start asking, you know, mm-hmm. or even before that, you guys, kids are seeing porn at like eight years old. So oh my God. kids have to start 
parenting yeah, I was. Even if you say what? to your kids, you yeah. know what? Yeah. See, there you go. I didn't even know. Yeah, it shows up. You're like playing Candy Crush, and all of a sudden, it's like those boobs. You're like, Damn, what? I, I was, was so not- innocent. And that's a whole other thing. What if you come across pornography? If that's your only exposure, then what are you being exposed to? Exactly. Typically, still a very paternalistic picture. Nothing's really accurate. <laughs> so- it's not like there's some sort of anatomical illustration and right. explanation. And, I mean, it's just, you know, we have to be having these more informed, educated types of conversations right, exactly and not just you know leaving it to pornography to teach people things right i always tell parents either you or you porn you or youtube like mm-hmm. i mean parents has got to get on top of it that's and, and, you know what that's a great rule though yeah i like yeah, that who would you, a lot. is it gonna be you or it's gonna be like now mm-hmm. yeah right. right even if they say to their kids you know what i know this is uncomfortable i know it's weird my parents never talked to me about it but i want you to know your body is not shameful mm-hmm. here's what pleasure means here's yeah. what, if you're having sex it is about pleasure yes right. use protection yes ask for what you you know want or don't get an std and all these things but there's pleasure to it you know right, it's just we just right. we of just, course it's and it's so much harder to figure that out on your yes, own by yourself, yourself. Yeah. yeah well and you're right i think so you know often when people start to become curious even looking at their genitals touching their genitals it becomes don't do that Right. Don't do that. Yeah, that's right. wrong. There's right. no explanation dirty. Dirty. of yeah. why you may want to do mm-hmm. that, what it feels like. Let's right. discuss. It's just don't do that. Right. right. You might go so, blind. Right. Yeah, that's you even the other blind. extreme of things. I well, mean, I remember having sex with a guy, a boyfriend early on, and he was raised by a very religious family, and he was so terrified. We were having sex. And this is a common thing I hear from a lot of people, but it happened to me, and I was probably like 30, and he was like... Um, he, he grew up in a very religious home and he was so terrified that I would get pregnant even though I was on the pill and we were using condoms. He couldn't mm-hmm. have normal like functioning. Wow. Because of that his fear. Was, like, deeply yeah. ingrained. Mm-hmm. He went to church every day. It was like that. Even though he was a man and he could make decisions. I mean, this happens every day that we're still hearing these messages yeah. that that don't serve us anymore. Yeah. No. And I think there's a healthy amount of fear with the consequences of sex, yeah. right? Right, like, right, right, right? There Absolutely. is a normal, there should be some fear of getting pregnant so that you use appropriate contraception. Right. There should be some yeah. fear of STDs yeah. so that you know how to protect yourself. But again, a healthy amount. Exactly. Not one that's, you know, shame-based, guilt-based, and disproportionate to mm-hmm. what you should right. be experiencing. Exactly. But think of the flip of it. And you're right, I guess I understand fear, but that word, it's more like, how about just an understanding, a complete understanding mm-hmm. of all of it? Like, yes, sex can be risky but also if you're with a partner like but when I like hear about your show it's like if I hear people who are doing things with their kids like they're shaming them I just Mm want to say a better way to have the conversation is again talking about your pleasure or what can come from sex so it's okay to say things like you know I don't want you to get pregnant get an STD use condoms use protection but here's like the here's what can happen right. with sex. It can right. feel good. You can be with partners who respect you. And once once for women, especially once we feel empowered in our bodies and we learn to like love our bodies and mm-hmm. know how to give ourselves pleasure, we have more self-confidence. Right. Right. We have agency over our bodies. So then we pick better partners. I was about right. to say We're not, that. Like, yeah. The mm-hmm. way I was raised with the omission was I thought that sex was out pleasing men. So I was like, oh, well, if I do this to him or I do that to him or I look sexy or I make the right noises then he's going to like me. Right. I never considered that Your sex own could sexuality. be good for me. Right, right. That I, I had agency over it and I could choose partners that would make me feel good. Like mm-hmm. I just was like, as long as I do what he wants mm-hmm. to a degree that I'm a good person. Yeah. Like it just, we've been no, taught to serve men. Well, taught to serve yeah. men in yeah. every way. And, and I think on the um, other, the flip side of it, if one would want to argue, which I had seen in the comments people saying, and I'd heard from other men, and I kind of understand to a degree, is that he was being a protective father, not wanting her. He just went about it obviously the wrong way, but I don't, I don't, it's hard to tell what someone's intent is, but 
I grew up with a Persian father that mm-hmm. I know what his intent was. His intent was to protect me. Yep. And that that's really what it however way he went about it was wrong Very. and I know that but I know that it, it was to protect me I know that from right. my own father so I just wonder if these other men they just need to be educated it's on it education. further exactly. yeah, it that's be. why this is such so great that we're doing this right now because I hope that people listen and go oh okay there's another side of it I can learn how to educate my my sons and my daughters mm-hmm. to, to actually make good choices right and be better partners better lovers better humans and so and for men too to teach your sons to not just conquer a woman and right. just well, that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and to to learn how to please a woman as well mm-hmm. you know they're not taught that either no you know, I actually was just telling her this on was it on the way here I think I was telling her about an ex-boyfriend that I had and I was about probably 17 18 years old just I was 18 just starting to have sex and he would not go down on me because he his grandmother told him going down on a woman is dirty mm-hmm. there are there are 30 yeah. something yes. year olds oh, that yes that every day right. yes. and I was not educated enough not experienced enough mm. not confident enough none of that to know that that was incorrect and wrong and I just kind of accepted it and went with it and it's just like looking back, obviously, I would never right. settle and then for that. But you thought, well, it is dirty, so right. I'm not going to allow right. my future partners exactly. to go down to me. Yeah. Well, and then, and, and what's that final message? Yeah. My vagina is dirty? Right. I mean, exactly. that's a terrible thing. And then we go exactly. back to this shameful thing about yep. our bodies. Exactly. You know, it's and just. And then he expects you yes, to course, do the opposite. Of course. Yeah. Right. And that's course, not okay. go down on him. Of course. he's clean. And of it's course. Nice. Right. And if you think about, like, talk about the first offense, even think about little babies, right? Like, if you have a little daughter, right? And she's little. I mean, she's just a few months old or and you're doing the coochie coo you're like these are your toes and your mm-hmm. knees and your thighs and then you're like and then they skip, skip over it they're like your thighs and your stomach right and then you're like what's this part right. here that has no name your vagina right. has no name maybe it's even dirty and wrong you skip parents don't even want to say the word vagina like it's so right. taboo right like right and then you're like oh it's taboo so this is from a pre Right. age where you like pre-language yes. and, and, and actually, that's the message for many girls too right know? so no, you, just, you just reminded me of something growing up um, I was always told from mostly my mother don't let anyone touch you there right but that was her way of being like don't let predators a stranger yeah, a take stranger, advantage exactly. of you yes but never was there a follow-up conversation right. of okay when you get older you can get touched there you know what I mean so it was always that negative association exactly. that you're not mm-hmm. supposed to get touched there and so it's there you know you go. so why and then why would you I don't know how what your masturbation practice but maybe you were like oh I shouldn't touch myself it's dirty. right like this is what we have to un do every day right. just re- so people can like learn what actually mm-hmm. healthy sexuality mm-hmm. looks like unlearn what you know unlearn. Mm-hmm. when again the intention there was right right, right? of course and you know there yeah. is a time and a place to say if someone or if a stranger touches you in these areas mm-hmm. please let me know or right. you know please let someone know or they shouldn't that's appropriate but the thing is it has to be an ongoing conversation yes once they get to once you get to an age then that conversation needs to start to continue about what's appropriate for that age and i think that's what a lot of parents do it's very easy for them to say that don't the no's and Mm -hmm. the don'ts and be careful Mm -hmm. and then when it's time for it to actually maybe start happening appropriately 
they shut down. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It has to be, that's, that's the healthiest way because I think there's going to be a lot of parents listening now who are like, well, what do I do? You're not telling me the answer. And what I'm saying is like, I believe it is not a one-time conversation. No. It's not like we did the talk, check it off the list. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're five, six, mm-hmm. seven, you mm-hmm. talk about it as much as you talk about their health, mm-hmm. religion, your, you know, getting good grades in school, being a good neighbor, being a good human, also your sexuality. Mm-hmm. It is such an important part and it's completely left out of child development, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying like inappropriate to their age but at least learning about your body parts no one yeah. should consensually if someone you can touch yourself but you mm-hmm. should do it in your room you know, there's right. just ways to talk about of it course, that we don't yeah. even have the language yet right but you know if you don't know it's okay and there are some good resources out there i love this a site called scarletine it's a great one for parents to start looking mm-hmm. to talk to kids at any age and yeah. um well, and something that's also really helpful is we actually recommend as gynecologists that women have their first gynecology exam around the age of 15. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there needs to be an internal exam if there's no problems or she's not sexually active. But I even recommend even a you know year or two before that coming in just to have a talk, especially if it's hard for a parent. Mm-hmm. The parent can come with their child and just get a very basic anatomy talk, mm-hmm. menstrual talk, mm-hmm. sexual kind of introduction. Mm-hmm. And that can also be really helpful for people I love yeah. that instead of just putting them in a classroom and throwing on a, a, right. a movie exactly. this is your that that's was what filmed we got. 20 years yeah, ago exactly yeah that's what we got I yeah. remember and like who's paying attention to that nobody like, we nobody. giggled when we saw the penis and mm-hmm. then that was it yeah. you know and the bell rang and you're done yeah and yeah. you leave Man. But I actually want to touch base on double standards. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's really important to talk about that. So why does it seem like females are judged for virginity choices and men are not? Mm -hmm. I think it's just cultural, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, some of it is, you know, a lot of it's religion that influences our culture, but these are just cultural norms and traditions. There's no, like we talked about, there's no medical reason for Mm -hmm. it to be one way or the other. Um, It's just a, a matter of culture that we have to change. Yeah. Absolutely. And so if you're raised that way, you can't necessarily change your parents' outlook on it, but it's your responsibility moving forward to educate your children correctly mm-hmm. yeah. and break that cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the double standard around female sexuality has been around forever that men right. are not discussed. It's not discussed for men at all and for women. And we're supposed to guard our sexuality mm-hmm. or our virginity to be more desirable for marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. that's essentially the, the, the construct and we're child bearers, we're taking care of the kids and we are the property mm-hmm. when we get handed off into, to our male partners and so that's really where it comes from right it's not in obviously where we are today in 2019 that's crazy we're still dealing with that yeah exactly that is crazy all around the world it's alarming you know we were put in a situation to either address a man who's obviously a father and it's hard because how do you tell a grown man what to do with his family you know we don't have children Mm -hmm. so that really left us at a loss for words but um, okay, so what I want to know is how often, or is it even uh, a common occurrence, to see men in your doctor's office with their daughters? So you don't see it very often. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, a woman or like the mother or another strong female um, in the girl's life will uh, accompany them. Mm -hmm. I do see men in the office, but typically it's in a situation where they're a single father Mm -hmm. and they don't have a woman with Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Do I think that's great? Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know, I do think that, you know, part of the problem that 
we're all talking about is that men are misinformed right and they're also misinformed about their their daughters Mm -hmm. and their daughter's anatomy sexuality physiology and all of that so i would encourage dads to at least go to you know one visit and learn more about this yeah Yeah, i agree absolutely and listen to this episode (laughs) because we're they need to know all these things we're talking about i my dad i mean I came from such a shameful place with sex. Like, and we've talked about this in previous episodes. Even when it came down to a movie, uh, if there was any sort of kissing or sex scene that started, he would freak out. He would search for the remote. He would start screaming and making noise so that we wouldn't hear the sex sounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a whole fiasco and it was super embarrassing. I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. it was mortifying. And that's my association with it. Yeah. You know, you quiet during sex. You're like, sex noises are wrong. Or well, if I make, I don't know. What you are. <laughs> <laughs> She's advanced. Let's not take it that far. <laughs> it took me a while to right. get to that place. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be okay with my own sexuality and to know that this is okay. There's nothing wrong with me. This is not a shameful act. This is somebody I love. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like, yeah. like running around saying like you can't hear it you can't see it yeah you your eyes it's dirty yeah. it's wrong it's that's, shameful. Yeah. that's and the message that so many of us get exactly and and, and again i know that his intent example. was not bad but he it's a cultural thing my father's persian he's you know that's what they're they you do not talk about it well it's the it's a hush hush exactly you know yeah. lifestyle yes. it's a hush hush culture yes. mm-hmm. it, yes. you, know, you keep things between the family and, yes. and right. that is all you don't share anything no. i mean he's kind of like the fact that I'm even on this podcast sharing my personal information is, is a lot is a lot for him. Yeah. Well, same for me. I have a, a Persian exactly. father as well, yeah. which I actually think he's very, you know, progressive, progressive. Americanized uh-huh. for a Persian. That's how my dad, dad is. Yeah, your but dad at the is. same yeah. time, when I started doing media work, I was like, Ugh, yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. Is my dad going to read this? Right. Is my dad going to say this? And then you, you know? hold back a bit because you're just kind of, of in fear. You don't want to upset them. You don't want to disappoint them. But it's not your truth. And we mm-hmm. have to live our truth. And her and I always talk about that. This show is about living your truth Absolutely. whatever that is whatever it is and we all make yeah. mistakes we're all imperfect but yeah. you know you learn from them yeah mm-hmm. it's reality but i did want to actually make a point and this is coming from a very personal um standpoint i was in high school very sexually rebellious extremely and what my mother from the one time she told me of like just don't do it you're gonna get pregnant I did everything opposite. You know, I've always found a way to do it. Okay. I'm just being honest mm-hmm. here. And I think it's important for parents to understand if your you if your child wants to do something, mm-hmm. they will most likely find a way Absolutely. to do it. So you may as well give them the exactly. information. Give them the, the proper information. Exactly. I remember asking for birth control. And my mom said no because that's promoting you having sex. Right. That's so common. Mm-hmm. And it's very yeah, I very remember common not agreeing with her at all. I remember that because obviously I was very rebellious and I wanted to do, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to be smart about it, Mm -hmm. but that was her answer. Mm -hmm. And so to the parents, of course, I'm not a parent, but most likely they will find a way to do something, you know, if it's 
ditching school or you know what I mean or you know or packing right. your slutty clothes in your oh yeah I was that girl <laughs> right. I used to be dropped off at school go into the bathroom and change into my slutty yeah. outfit I'm not even kidding I was yeah. that girl right so that's you know that's what happens when yes. you're really strict and you're giving misinformation yes. yeah which is so confusing so many mm-hmm. women call and they're like oh my parents wouldn't let me get birth control pill they went like what it just and I had a friend in college I would never met because I didn't come from a that kind of religious background but I was like Really? Your mom wouldn't let you go to the gynecologist? I was like so shocked because mm-hmm. where I grew up that wasn't in my town wasn't like that. So it's just like, and it still happens. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, a lot really of, disservice. you know, people are on their parents' insurance until, medical insurance until they're like 26. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's many girls I see that are, you know, out of college, in work, and 24, 25 years old and mm-hmm. are like, Ugh, I don't want this birth control to show up because I'm still on my parents' right. insurance. Oh, that is... That's why Planned Parenthood is a blessing. Right? Yes, right. it is a blessing. Yeah. Oh, that was my go-to. I still go there. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. All right. All right, well, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We are yeah. so much more informed. We needed this. We needed this for our listeners and for ourselves. And now we know what to talk about. Yeah. yeah. That's so important. And, and we should leave with this sentiment. Your body belongs to you. You have the control over it. And it is up to you who you want to have sex with and when. Period. 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 Yeah. You are in control. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you okay, guys thanks. so much for being Thank here. You. Um, if you guys want to follow, we have act Dr. Perry. Uh, that's P-A-R-I and at Sex with Emily and of course you can follow Naz and I at Naz and E Mandy and at Nadia Moham underscore beauty and at the Ladies Like Us podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from the Lady Gang and Podcast One be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or on the Podcast One app and remember don't forget to rate review and subscribe